we'll get it going. You're listening to Who Wears the Pants. This is Mike. I'm Chris. Chris, what do we talk about on this bullshit show? We talk about relationships. Like love. Sex. Butt stuff. Rock and roll. Anal. All of it. Beads. Yeah. Wieners. Yeah. Love. (laughs) Death. Family. (laughs) Kids. Friends. We talk about all of it, all relationships, whether it is a paternal relationship or an intimate relationship or a friendship. So I have to admit, like you've said, you're totally weird about doing this remote thing. And it just hit me how weird this is because I'm like sitting here at the table with all the recording stuff set up, except for there's only one mic. Yeah, that's, that is strange. Well, I'm, I'm sitting here in my game room or my office, man space, man cave, whatever, uh, person, sanctuary, whatever bullshit you want to call it. And I can't see you, which is difficult because you're so beautiful. But then also I can't read your, your cues. And that's the thing about the new world and the new cruelty that drives me fucking crazy is the vast majority of human communication is done visually, right? And, you know, you you have these these kids who aren't going to go back to school, which I totally get it, and I don't want kids to get sick and die. But the idea that you, you cannot conflate learning online with learning in person and socializing with a group of people in person as opposed to online. No, like, uh, so the schools just sent out the action plans um, a couple of days ago, and they did it by sending out a survey via email saying, hey, do you want your kids to be completely remote or do you want them to be at school two days a week and then be, um, you know, at home doing remote three days a week? And I was just like, this is fucking weird. My kids want to go back there. They are craving interaction with their friends because they've not been in school since April. It's nuts. It's so fucking bizarre. And so, you know, Tara and I were having a conversation about it, and she's like, well, you know, I want them to go to school. I was like, me too, and they want to go to school, and it's important for them. Like, developmentally, you have to be around people so that you understand how to act in a social setting, like for when they get a job and all that shit. So, but the school district, you said you you don't know exactly what the answer is going to be? So they are going to go, okay, but it, they basically, they're in the survey that you're taking, they're like, okay, your, your kids are going to go two days a week or this. We want to know what the more popular thing is between the two. Wow. And I'm just like, that's fucking weird because I think if it was overwhelming enough, they would have a bunch of kids staying at home and doing it remotely. But what we ran into at the end of last year was, dude, the kids fuck off. Like, they don't do anything. Right. Like, what what would you do if you were a kid, you're 10 years old, and they're like, oh, hey, you can stay at home all day and uh, do your school. It takes them fucking 20, 30 minutes max to get through this shit, and it's supposed to be a three-hour lesson plan. Yeah. What? Now, how does that happen? How is it that the lesson plan is supposed to be that long, but it takes the kids such a brief amount of time to burn through it? Because there's not a real lecture any longer. Ah. 
So they might watch a quick video, and it, studies suggest that uh, people have an attention span of about seven minutes on a video. So let's say, really? yeah, let's say you have a 10-year-old now. Let's cut that in half, okay? So your entire lesson plan has to be condensed into three and a half minutes. So, so basically, I could have sex with you, and then we would still have a minute and a half for lessons. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it's just like, dude, yeah. what, what do you think they're going to get out of this? Yeah, zero. Like, they're, they're going to come out fucked up. And, like, you know, every, every generation, there's, like, what, what degree of fucked up are we or what type of fucked up are we? Because, like, mine, it was, we're all egocentric with right. with yours um i don't i don't know what it is for yours but it, basically everybody's like oh my generation had it better it was better because x y and z well i mean the problem with my generation is that we're we're the lost generation and we're the lost generation because our parents my my mom and dad you know, they were the first generation of people, the actual, the boomers, right? The proper baby boomers. They were the first generation of people who, you know, they, well, you're going to edit this, right? Yeah, sure. Good. Great. You're like, yeah, sure. Fuck it. Whatever. So <laughs> the, the, the issue is, is that my, my parents' generation were the first generation of people to have children that were not specifically for labor, right? Like they, they didn't have kids to have assistance on the farm. They had kids because they thought that's what they were supposed to have. It's what they were supposed to do. And then having kids fucking sucked and they were shitty parents. Okay. So kids were more of a nuisance than anything. Yeah, no, we were, we were seriously, we were the first generation, right? Generation X the first generation of people who were born in parents and then parents said, why the fuck did I have kids? This is horrible. That's so fucking crazy. And then I, I was, I read an article the other day and it was talking about how millennials were basically the last generation of kids that got to enjoy a regular summer vacation. And it's fucking true. Like really now, why is that? So think about it. When we were kids, what did we do all day during the summer? We went out. Oh, constantly outside, inside, like at all. No, hardly, hardly ever. So now we're running into this whole thing to where summer vacation basically happens inside. And part of it is because we, we have, we know shit that can happen to kids. Like there's all kinds of creeps in this world and they'll drive by and snatch your kid up. And like, there's no hiding it anymore. Like, you get Amber Alerts on your phone instantaneously. You know what I mean? Like, it is a PSA thing that goes out through the emergency cell phone broadcasting system or whatever. So, like, we live in a world where, oh, shit, you know when a kid goes missing in your area any time that it happens. So, parents are on edge because of that. That's one thing. Two, everything is fucking digital. Most of how these kids hang out now is playing video games together. And really, yeah, both, both of my kids were pretty physically gifted. Like when they were younger, they both walked early, they could throw a ball. Well, all that stuff. And those are skills that they've totally let go by the wayside. And they're like awkward now. And 
it's hard for me to wrap my head around that because as a kid, I I loved going outside, playing sports, all that stuff, and they don't give a shit about it. And I'm not mad at them, but it's like completely sucking the physicality out of humanity. So what's the solution? I, I'm like, I was talking to Tara about this thing, and I was like, you know, we have to force them to do physical things. And if they don't want to play team sports, fine. Like, I get it. It's They should do some kind of individual activity, a martial arts or something along those lines, so that they, one, can take care of themselves physically. Uh, two, just so they understand their body a little bit, because that's really important. But you're an individual who practices what they preach, right? I mean, you're you're a person who is fit, and you exercise, and you take care of yourself. You know, you're you're. I shouldn't say rare because that's just stupid. But a lot of people don't look at their lives and look at their children in the fashion that you do. I think a lot of kids probably get bad examples from parents who are lazy and I'm very, very lazy. Well, okay. Maybe not very, but I'm, I'm pretty sedentary. I'm pretty lazy, but I chose not to have children. And one of the many, many reasons I chose not to have children is that, so I would not have to be an example of healthiness to another person. I don't, uh, I'm tired all the time when I get home from work and like the line of work that I'm in is, it's complete it's complete brain damage like it's all mental there's nothing physical to it really you'll go outside you'll get in a hot car you'll drive it up to a building and you'll say okay look at this car and by the time your customer gets into that car to take it for a test drive or whatever um it's cool like the car's cool and you get to go back inside where it's cool like there's very little f- so i run into this thing where i am uh like mentally i'm exhausted Okay, but physically, like my body is wired, so I can't get good sleep. And oh, sure. And you're trying to, you know, supplement this being tired with physical rest, but that's not actually what you need. And that's something that I'm like, I've known it for basically all the years that I've been doing this, but I'm really noticing it now, I guess, because I'm 30, I'm old. And I'm not. Yeah, well, you're, yeah, you're. I mean, you're you're starting to expire. Yeah, I am. And well, I'm not in that. I I'm not in the physical uh, hormone dump anymore. You know what I mean? Well, I do. I do know what you mean because I have been outside that hormone dump for uh, for a decade and a half, and it's terrible. Well, it's weird because when you're going through it, you're like, man, it's you never you're never fucking tired, and it's when you are tired, it's because you were awake too long. Like, your body is just so fucking optimized for whatever bullshit you're doing. And now it's mm-hmm. like, okay, I have to find a way to actually maintain my body so that I can get real sleep, so that I can be performing optimally. No, no, it's, it's, it's funny. I mean, when you're, when you're younger, you're so, you, you're, your priorities are so skewed, right? They're so different as, as a youth than they are as an adult. And now, I mean, I, I'd almost rather, you know, just get a good night's sleep and go out and party with my friends. No, you're, I mean, you're fucking right, though. I mean, here, I'm I'm 
basically a homebody because people be like, oh, do you want to go out and do something? I'm like, I've seen my kids and my wife for a total of about two hours this week so far. So, oh man, I'm sorry. No, it's not. No, no, no. I'm not. It's not a pity party, but it's like when you get home, a lot of the time you're like trying to do this thing where you decompress. And when you're doing that, you're useless to everybody. Oh, sure. Yeah. Because you're, you got home from work and the, you just want 10 minutes to yourself well, you to want, decompress. You want, and 30, like, are, I want 30 minutes, an hour, like just to kind of zombify and like, I can't do that. Right. That's not okay. I mean, I guess you could. Well, I mean, I do it from time to time, and it's like, it's <laughs> shitty. It's shitty. And I say from time to time, I do it often. And it's shitty because it's like, okay, I just robbed my family of this time. And it, when you're doing nothing productive in that time, it, it fucking sucks because you run into this whole thing where you're, or at least I do, to where I'm distraught that I didn't accomplish anything. So, like, this past week, I'm like, okay, I'm going to pick up my guitar. I'm going to start learning how to play that again. And I'm going to try to do some things. I made the kids go for a run with me today because I'm like, you have to do something physical. We found out that uh, Christopher had a heart murmur. Is he okay? He's okay. Um, And they're they're like, this is nothing to worry about yet. They're like, a lot of kids will get this. It'll come. It'll go. They're like, we don't. It might not be anything at all. They're like, did he have it before? And I was like, no. And they're like, yeah. And it's one of those things that can just show up and go away like that. They're like, so we're going to get you in touch with the cardiologist, make sure everything's okay. Because um, I took the kids to a checkup today. So, yeah, they're gonna we're going to do that, make sure they're good, and or make sure he's good. And then I'm hoping it's nothing, you know. Yeah, it's kind of scary, though. It's, oh, dude, it is the most scary shit in the world. But, like, on, on the subject of health, so you guys have had, like, a, a COVID scare, if you're okay talking about that. Oh, sure, yeah. So, I mean, the, one the, I mean, the reason we're doing this for note is because my, my wife was not very sick, but she was a little ill, and she decided to have a COVID test. And then I thought, you know, it's probably a good idea for me to get a COVID test as well, just in case. Because my mother-in-law and her husband, uh, not my wife's father, but her second husband, they both, yeah, they, they both started to feel, uh, they both started to feel not great and have kind of been in and out of, of illness. But the weird thing is, is that, you know, my wife had her COVID test for uh, almost two weeks ago. She has not gotten her results. I've had my test. I haven't seen you. It's, you know, a couple weeks now. But I had my test. I have. It's been over a week, and I haven't gotten my results yet. That's fucking so the, Yeah, well, the funny thing is, is that, you know, if what's the point of having the test um, if I'm just going to sit tight and not see other people for a couple of weeks? Well, then I just didn't need to have that thing shoved all the way into my brain. Well, what's crazy right? is you could contract it in that time period, too. Yeah, it's it's I don't know. I mean, I've got my hands thrown up. I don't know what I'm supposed to do, but I'm trying to sit tight because I don't want to get other people sick. I don't think I'm sick, but I don't know. And that's the part that really sucks is that I don't know. And I don't think the people that took my test know. I don't think they've checked it yet. Really? Well, I mean, I, I can't say for certain. I mean, I know that the this the state, however the health departments work, and I'm not. I mean, I don't pretend to even have a passing understanding. But 
they're apparently pretty delayed. So, I mean, my, my mother-in-law, she and I both had t- COVID tests the same day. Neither of us have gotten our results yet. My wife, like I said, it's, it's been, you know, two weeks and she hasn't got murders. You know what's fucked about that is at sporting events and stuff like that, when athletes get tests, they know relatively quickly. Yeah. Like within 48 hours. Yeah. And I think well, less. I think less. Well, and I don't know if it is a similar test, but I mean, obviously, I am not. I am not an athlete who is bringing in God knows how what level of dollars for you know sports, you know, for the the ownership and for stadiums and tax revenue and stuff like that. I mean, I'm I'm fucking nobody, right? I don't matter. So it doesn't. It's not important to anybody if my test takes forever, right? It, it it is because you're a cog in the proverbial machine, and well, sure, but I'm a, I'm a far less significant cog than a professional athlete, right? They, I they, totally disagree. They bring well. See, that's where you and I. I think Mr. Ward's going to differ on it because they bring value to society that I do not in the form of entertainment and revenue. They're more valuable than I am to society. And so it makes perfect sense to me that their COVID tests would not be, uh, that they wouldn't take forever. So that's a class system. And that's exactly what we're not supposed to have. Well, unfortunately, you know, that's what we're always going to have in every culture everywhere. Mm. And it's, it doesn't matter the color of people that are in charge or the mix-up of the people in charge. You're you're always going to have the haves and the have-nots. And frankly, there are people that are just more important to society than I am. That's so fucking bizarre, man. But you know what? If, I mean, I I, I would think. Oh, God. I would think that if you've got Joe Blow out in the general population, okay. Because the general population is a vast majority of our economy. So if you want to look at this from a totally fiscal standpoint, which is kind of the, the territory which you've explored here. Um, sure. If you're looking at it as that, okay, so we have a bunch of people out in society getting sick, getting society sick. And guess what people aren't doing when they're sick right now? They're not right. fucking producing. And if you're not producing, what are you doing to the economy as a whole? You're slowing it. So I guess yeah. I guess that was my whole viewpoint with it because I'm like, yeah, uh, while that one super athlete does have millions of dollars tied to him, so do the individuals that are out in the general population. General population. Yeah. You know, <laughs> the normies like us. Yeah. But we don't, I mean, we're just not important. Oh, man. That's such a bummer. Well, yeah, we are what we are. So, so how are you handling isolation then? Like, how's that treating you? Uh, I, I fucking hate it. I hate it. It's, I mean, it's worse. It's worse now than it was before, uh, and before it was bad. But I hate it. I don't want to do it. I, I don't. I but it, I mean, it's not just. It's everything. It's whether whether I was sick or not, right? Where I mean, I we obviously everyone's limiting their exposure, and now I'm trying to even be more limited in my exposure to people. But I I just don't know. I just can't. I can't do it much longer. I can't. I mean, and I don't mean you know complete isolation. I just mean 
COVID isolation in general, right? It's, it sucks. It does. Yeah, suck. I just wanted to, yeah, to do with myself, to do with my time. It's just I had a hard. I had Roger call me the other day, and he's like, "Hey, man." I'm sorry I have not called you because we were supposed to record a while back. He's like, I'm sorry I've been off the, off the radar. He's like, we had a, uh, a scare at work. He's like, and I didn't want to come around you and potentially get the kids sick. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he's like, so, that you know, that's what I've been doing. I just wanted to let you know, like, I'm, I'm sorry because I've not handled this right. But, uh, yeah, one of the guys tested positive at work. He's like, mm-hmm. I had contact with that guy. He's like, I'm not showing any symptoms. He's like, but I am basically spending as little time as possible around as many people as possible. Yeah. It's just the right thing to do. Well, I mean, it's being responsible, you know? Yeah. So. I mean, it sucks. It's a turd sandwich. I hate it. Yeah. Well, I told him, I was like, man, I was like, we can do this remotely. And he was like, I didn't even know we could do that because over the years and over time, it's something that I've wanted the ability to do. And like, I've tried to find workarounds for it, but none of them were super great. So picking up this mixer thing that I got, it's made it a, a lot better. Super easy, actually. Yeah, no, it's it's not it's not bad at all. It's just not my preferred no. way of doing it. No, not at all, man. I that's why I will I will be happy to see you next week. No, for sure. Well, no, that, that whole social thing that happens is so good. It's so good. Like getting to see somebody in front of you, getting to see their facial expressions, and there's an energy that everybody has about them, and getting to bask in that a little bit is so fantastic. And not having it is just like, what the fuck? Have you been to a sit down restaurant? Yes, a couple. Yeah, I mean, not recently, obviously, I have not, but I have as well, and it was wonderful. It it is. I took the kids to IHOP today. Mm. They had a they had a doctor's appointment and I was like, you know what, man? After this, let's let's go to IHOP. We'll do breakfast together. So we did that and it was super nice. Like Yeah. I don't I, I missed I I've missed going out and it eating like that. Like Tara and I went on a date last week. We went to a restaurant together. You know, you wear your mask until you get to your table, sit down, and then there you go. So we did that and it was fucking awesome. Our service was great. The uh the restaurant that we went to, the last few times I had gone, I was miserable there cuz it was too loud, there were too many people and with the social distancing stuff in place, it was great. And yeah. because of that, I tipped my server better because of that too, you know. Oh, did you? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. If you have an it will I, one, I did it because it's pandemic time. Like, if you're doing that job right now, you deserve more money than normal. Okay. At least, at least that's how I felt. No argument? So, I'm like, for that alone, I'm going to throw a little more bread at you. But he was fantastic, and there was no delay with anything. Like, he was right there getting what we needed. He checked on us a few times, but not to a point to where it was annoying, Um Every time we needed something, he was very prompt about it. So it was like, dude, here, we'll hook you up. He didn't sit down at your table and try to be your friend? No, we had a guy at this restaurant do that one time, and it was awesome. It was what? It was awesome. 
No, no, it was not. It was. So this guy was funny as hell, and he came over, and he's like, how the fuck are you guys today? And I was like, better now. And he's like, I'm going to sit down with you guys while I take your order. And I was like, yes, you are. Sat down with us, took our order, bullshitted for a second. He's like, I'm going to go get this shit in. I'll be right back. You guys stay fantastic. <laughs> and I was like, yes, we will. So, like, so basically, this young man came over and decided that he was going to be you. This young man was a man that was probably 50. What? Gray beard and all that stuff. The guy was cool as hell, man. Well, the restaurant. So it was the Fountain on Locust is the restaurant that I'm referring to. Oh, no, it's excellent. It, it Excellent restaurant, excellent food. Um, their service is always very top notch. Like their servers are always great, but this guy was so just over the top and awesome that particular time he made for a very fun experience and in an environment that I was having trouble tolerating because it was a little too loud and there were a little too many people. Sure. So that, that made it really fun. But then this last time the guy was just, he was there the right, right amount. Like he was just on point with what he was doing and it was fantastic, man. I mean, I hats off to the good servers in this time. We went, we went to uh, a weekend or two ago, we went to an, an Applebee's and why? Yeah. Well, that's the question I'm asking myself, but you can generally go there, get a relatively cheap meal and it's not bad. It's not good. It's not bad. It's pretty, you always know what you're going to get. And this last time that we went, we had a younger girl serving us and she did a pretty shitty job. And it's not like there's a restaurant full of people and she disappeared for a while. And we watched one of her other tables that was like, what the fuck is going on here? And I was like, oh, this girl just kind of sucks. And Tara's like super big on servers have to be on their game because she was a server for a while. So she's like, dude, this girl fucking sucks. So you guys got her fired? No, no. We did. We weren't like, let us speak to the manager. I was just like, I'm not tipping you 50%. You know Why I mean? would you tip 50%? Okay. I, that, well, du- okay. that dude at the fountain, I tipped him 50%. Well, that's outrageous. It's not. The guy did a fucking stand-up job, and you know what? I paid for an experience. I got the experience. So he was a part of that. Oh, you, you paid. <laughs> I was okay with it. I was okay with it. Like, if, if somebody's doing a good job, reward them for it. Well, I don't. I don't have fifty percent tip money. I mean, I'm generally I'm I'm twenty percent out of the gate, you know, unless you're absolutely wretched or unless you're absolutely amazing. You know, twenty percent is around the neighborhood of where I'm at. No, twenty percent is my common. Okay, twenty to twenty five percent is generally where I'll fall. Thirty um, percent if you do exceptional, and then I'll do the standard fifteen percent if you suck. Because you, you still have to make a living. Sure. So I, I try not to get shitty about it. But, you know, it, when somebody is doing an exceptional job, man, like there's not enough times that people get a pat on the back for doing what they're supposed to be doing. No, I, I don't. I don't disagree with you there. And certainly when your profession is. When, when your livelihood is service, 
then you should, you know, there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a social contract that I am going to evaluate your service and I'm going to pay you based on that service. Right. You know, you're not, but you, you're doing that to make a living. So even if you suck at it, I'm still going to leave you some money. I just very passive aggressively, I just won't go back to that restaurant anymore. See, and it might not Which be, is, it might not be the restaurants. It, the server might be having a bad day. How many times have you had a bad day and gone to work? You know what I oh, mean? Uh, uh, well, I mean, it's every day. Count. Yeah, more than you can count. So it's like, okay, I can I can forgive somebody having a bad day. But if if I go somewhere, I get the same server a couple times and they suck, then it's like, okay, you're, you just suck. But I, and that's when eventually I would stop. After probably two or three times, I would stop going back. Right. I'll tell you this, man. Well, so, so what were you going to say? I was going to say my method is absolutely terrible, though, because it's unfair to the owner-operator of said restaurant, right? Because they're not getting the opportunity to work with their employee because they don't know that their employee is bad. Right. Because I, you know, no one said anything to them. Right. You've just withdrawn funds altogether. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, which again, I mean, I'm not saying that that's the way, the way I handle this. Right. I'm just saying that generally that's what I do. No, I mean, that's fair. It's your money. You get to spend it how you want. We, uh, we went to lion's choice a few weeks back. We did the drive through thing there. And, I love Lion's Choice. That's probably my favorite fast food place. It's for sure my favorite fast food place. One of my favorite restaurants. Um, We went there. It was about an hour before close and ordered our meal. It was the one in Chesterfield, which is normally pretty, like their food's always on point there. Um, We get our food. We get home. The fries are cold. I'm like, okay, that's not the end of the world. It's, you know, 15, 20 minute drive. That could be my fault, not theirs. I opened my broccoli soup up, my cream of broccoli soup, and it fucking reeks. They put bad cream in it. Like it was it was putrid. And Ew. I was like, oh, I almost threw up. And then I opened my kids. His is the same way. I'm like, what the fuck? So not only do we have shitty fries, but we have this. And it's a restaurant that I love that I'm always happy to get. So I'm like, Fuck, dude, I won't go to that one again because that's not acceptable. Like, you could get somebody sick that way, giving them, you know, curdled milk or whatever the fuck was in that. And, again, I love Lion's Choice. I'll go back to Lion's Choice. I'll support the shit out of that business because for, you know, my entire life I've gone there and been very, very happy with it. People that aren't from St. Louis are going to be like, what the fuck is a Lion's Choice? So, Lions, for those of you not from St. Louis, then, Lions Choice is basically a roast beef place, fast food roast beef place that's actually good, that doesn't use shitty plasticized roast beef. Yeah, they get a real hunk of meat, they slice it up like razor thin, huh, out of this world. Out it this, is. They're, they, they're they, wonderful. They have brined fries that are fresh cut. This sounds like a fucking ad for them, but they're, it's... Such a legit place. Have you had the uh, <laughs> Have you had the Four Hands Pizza from there? I have not. So in the frozen food sections at a bunch of our local grocers, they have a uh, a Four Hands Pizza. And Four Hands is a local brewery. Yes. And they did a Lion's Choice Pizza. 
and the sauce is a horseradish sauce, and it has the pepperonis on it are made from Lion's Choice roast beef. Fuck, it is mm. good. It is fucking good. Um, I got one of those, and I was like, hells yeah. Hell yeah. I wish I would have had the beer to go with it. That's one of those times where I, I miss drinking. You know, I've had I've had multiple situations now where I've had beers that they just haven't been very good, and it's been terribly disappointing. Well, beer is an acquired taste, like right. Well, and your taste buds, alcohol dicks with your taste buds, right? Mm-hmm. So my taste buds have altered quite a bit. Well, I remember trying a beer for the first time when I was a kid, and like you know, your dad gives you a sip of his beer, kind of thing, and I was like, this yeah. is fucking gross. And he's like, it's an acquired taste. It's something that you learn to like. And I'm like, okay, I'll never learn to like that. And then, you know, when I get older and actually start drinking, I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, this is a good beer. This is nice. And now I'm just like, oh, I can't really wrap my head around even having a beer. Because, yeah, I'm nervous about having it suck again. Yeah. No, sadly, I know that sentiment. I've, I've because it, go on. it has happened to me. I, I've switched to carbonated waters. Like, that's my beer at the end of the night. Oh, sure. And I picked up these cranberry lime ones. I felt the equivalent of a hangover this morning from drinking those. Are those the, uh, what's it called, drift or so, something? It's polar. Polar's okay, cranberry. those I don't know. Um, well, I, I don't like cranberry juice, but... When I grabbed it, it looked like a cherry limeade one, mm-hmm. and I was stupid and didn't read it. Okay, so I get it. I get home and I was like, "Fuck! Oh well, I'll try them." And I like, I popped one open. I'm like, "Okay, this isn't bad. It's totally bearable." And like toward the end of my first one, I I was like, I felt a little woozy, like nauseous, not woozy, but kind of like ugh. Uh, I think cranberry juice fucks with my stomach. And then, yeah, this morning I woke up with like a mild headache and I felt like my insides were all dried up. Like I had been drinking all night. That's terrible. And I, I hadn't been. I haven't had fucking alcohol since the last drink that I had was when the clock struck 12. I had a glass of champagne and I was like, okay, that's it for one whole year. Wait, when did you have your champagne? It was, the, it was when the clock struck midnight. Oh, I got, I got you. Yes, for for the what? Well, yeah, for New, New Year's. Yeah, for the New Year, yeah. as the kids like to say. So I had my New Year glass of champagne, and that was it. And I was like, okay, I won't have another drink until the clock, you know, after the clock strikes twelve next year. And like, yeah, the the first little bit was kind of weird. And now I'm just like, oh, that's fine. But fuck, dude, I I wasn't <laughs> prepared for a hangover. <laughs> Yeah, that's bizarre. I think I think it just does something to my body, man. Maybe it's all the bitch assery that I have inside of me, you know? Oh, I can't believe that that's the case. I mean, don't get me wrong, you've got a lot of bitch assery within you. I just don't think that it's that bad. So I told you I was building that computer, right? Yeah. Okay. So I I built it. I put it together. And in ordering it, I had ordered a few extra parts here and there. And I was like, well, hey, we're going to have to, because I, I guarantee the kids are doing some kind of online shit with school. And 
I don't want them using this $2,000 computer that I put together and fucking it up or anything. So I'm like, I, I'm going to take these extra parts and start putting one together. And, uh, like as it got, you know, a- after about a week of sitting on the parts that I had, I was like, okay, I know without a shadow of a doubt, they're going to do this with school and come to find out they did. But I'm like, things aren't getting better. So this is how it's going to be. So I'm going to put this computer together. We put it together today. Something touched the wrong spot on the board and we totally almost had an electric fire when I sparked that thing up. Oh my God. It was everybody. Okay. Oh yeah. No, no, no. Everybody's good. But there was like, I hear like that crackle of electronics, you know, Mm-hmm. and smoke. And I was like, fuck, I hope I didn't just fry something here. Cause these things aren't cheap. So I go, I, I, open everything up and I start looking and I'm like, okay, it doesn't appear there's any damage. I see one wire that's got a little bit of melting. It looks like maybe a touch somewhere on the back of the motherboard that it shouldn't have. So I made sure that it wasn't touching anything. I think it was just getting pressed against the motherboard when I closed up the case. So I rectify it, fire the thing up. Works great. I was excited, but fuck man, that was exciting. (laughs) Like I've, I've never been so excited about potentially losing a few hundred bucks. <laughs> it was it was a fun gamble, man. They're like, it's so great. We're gonna lose so much stuff. <laughs> We're about to lose a bunch of money. Woo! Woo-hoo! So, are you do do you watch any kind of sporting event at all? Uh, I do not do. I do not generally engage in sports. No, it's not really my thing. I I said or I asked that question knowing pretty well what the answer was but i've been doing like every weekend for the past month the ufc has been putting something on and like i enjoy watching the ufc stuff anyway but now i look forward to saturdays like none other and fuck these guys are like making this quarantine thing a little bit more bearable yeah yeah man like on a saturday night you know i get i get home from work and like i'm excited to see the kids and everything and my whole family will sit there and watch fights with me and it is the greatest thing ever. Wait, so Tara and the boys will watch fights with you? Yeah. Really? That's cool. Well, it's funny. There's a, there's a ref that Tara loves. He's a, yeah, she's always like, hi Herb. Um, he's this like, he's this probably six foot two giant black man with dreadlocks. And, uh, his name is Herb Dean. And, She's like, he just seems like a sweet guy, but he's no nonsense at the same time. He seems so, like a sweet young man. So every time he, he gets on uh, on screen, because one ref doesn't do every fight in an evening. Right. They kind of rotate. So every time he's there, she's like, hi, Herb. Hi. <laughs> and I'm just like, you're ridiculous, but it's funny. So every time he comes on now, we're all in the living room. Hi, Herb. What's up? What's up, Herb? Like he can hear us. He he, she yeah. goes, he always nods at me like he knows. Yeah, see, quarantine, the, the only thing that has really kept me sane in quarantine is marijuana. You haven't gotten more antsy or paranoid being on it? No. Huh. No. I would think that when you're trapped inside and your brain's all over the place that that would make you... A little more on edge, but I mean, a lot of people. Yeah, so far, not so bad. A lot of people use it to take the edge off. So, 
Yeah, well, I know that, I know, I mean, alcohol abuse and drug use and drug addiction. And, I mean, there's a, there's a ton of problems going on for people in their, in their personal lives now with the COVIDs, but, you know. Oh, so we were talking about boomers earlier. We are experiencing that right now. Experiencing what? Booming? Yes. Everybody oh, it's all the, co- all the quarantine fucking? Yeah. yeah. Tara's like, I went to, she went to her old job because she works with them in some capacity now. She's like, and half the girls there are fucking knocked up. She's like, it's wild. Hanging out at home, nothing to do. Might as well get some dick. Right. Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm doing right now. It's actually getting some dick. Are you on Grinder right now? And you're like, oh, oh if only well, I wasn't quarantined. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm on my personal masturbation machine called the Grinder. If that's <laughs> you have a machine. Oh yeah. Have you ever used a pocket pussy? I have not. Although I have a friend who swears by them. I think that would be the funniest thing to buy you. Well, I have no desire to use it. It would be funny as hell, though. Oh, so I, I, I sent you this like cryptic message about last week or early this week, and I was like, "Your shirt size is this, right?" Yeah. Okay. So months ago, this shirt popped up on my news feed on Facebook, and I was like, "I got to buy that for Mike." So I go, I go to buy it. I go through the checkout process, and the shirt was very affordable. But then they were hitting me. They were basically tripling my order with shipping. Jesus. Or saying, hey, or you can order X amount of shirts and your shipping drops to this. And I was like, yeah, I'm not doing that. So Yeah, that's terrible. It's insane. So I'm scrolling the other day, and there's a make-your-own-custom-shirt thing that pops up. And Oh, yeah? I was like, all right, all right, I'll I'll bite. I go through the process. I confirm with you everything. And, dude, I'm so excited for you to get this. Right on. I'm stoked. I'm so very excited. Um, I got you a hat, too. Well, I am, it's, you know, I'm very, very excited to see what is going to show up. You're getting a Space Doc Productions hat. I won't pull any punches with that. Nice. Yeah, I was like, dude, we don't have anything with our shit on it. Does it have penises on it? It doesn't have penises on it. It has the logo. So, yes, it does have penises on it. No, it doesn't have penises on it. I love penis. My my lovely wife (laughs) is rolling her eyes and shaking her head. Yeah. (laughs) I'm the biggest disappointment. She's like, like, I fucking got this guy, and he's not fat, and he's got all of his teeth and a full head of hair. Oh, but he's obsessed with penises. <laughs> he loves them. Well, I mean, you, she shouldn't judge you for your love of penises. No, I, I think she needs to let that one yeah. go. It's funny as fuck, man. I, it's like yeah. living with a 12-year-old, you know? A 12-year-old yeah. with an income. That's what I am. The income's good for her. <laughs> well, um, The, in, the like, income's what? It's good for her. Yeah, no, for sure. Well, we're like we're we're there. It's it's that time of the episode. Okay. Um, you got you got a word of wisdom? Um 
you know, I, I, I was thinking about this before the recording, and I guess, I don't, I don't think I have anything worthwhile. Oh, I do have an anecdote to tell you, though. Okay, go. All right. So, all right. So there's a, there's this web, there's a, this, this, this website called Facebook, right? A lot of people are on this Facebook and they, you know, different, different Facebook pages have different people, you know, ex, you know, put different interests and in what have you. Right. Mm-hmm. And so one of them is Reaper miniatures and, you know, you and I like our toy soldiers and all that good stuff. And mm-hmm. some of our listeners have the, uh, the, the crossover, uh, you know, crossover of gaming in their diet, whatever. So I post a conversion that I did of a Reaper fertility idol. And I had taken this fertility idol and I had ground out all of the uh, the bowls and containers at its base that had fruit and things in it. And I ground out the top of its head. Um, I bound what would be its face, but it's a traditional fertility idol. So its head basically looks like it's covered in hair. So it's just fat chick, right? you know, completely naked. I bound her legs in chains. I bound her head in chains. I filled the hole in her skull. So she's got a pile of skulls coming out of the top of her head. She has <laughs> skulls, skulls in all of the bowls and sort of service things, you know, sacrificial containers at her feet. And it's really horrific, right? And so I posted it on Reaper and I was like, hey, my my fertility idol became an idol of fatality, right? And you know, I knew that it could be a bothersome image to some people, but whatever, fuck it, mahalo. And the very first person to comment is this woman. She's like, well, you know, I respect the fact that, you know, you're an artist and this is your art, but this is disgusting and I don't approve and da 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 And so I was like, kick ass. You know what? I got to, I mean, no worries. I got to respect your opinion. You do your thing. Well, I guess... So many people were upset that she got upset by me posting this, that, you know, she found it offensive. The people just started fucking riding her. Right. And it made me upset only because I was like, look, you know, I posted this on a forum. I, I, well, no, I, I just posted this so that people could see my cool toy soldier thing that I'm working on this uh, bit of terrain for an encounter with some fiends or demons or, you know, evil cultists or whatever. And I was like, sure, this chick was bothered by it. But what really bugged me, not her, were all the other people that were trying to defend me that were like being shitty to her. Well, that's what I'm saying. You posted it on a forum knowing that you could potentially get blowback and she was respectful about it and then received blowback for it. And it's like, dude, it's a forum. I posted this here being vulnerable, knowing that I was open to scrutiny. Right. Yeah, I mean, you know, but I guess the the interesting thing is, and that's certainly true. It's about the you know the, going back to you talking about sports and talking about sort of gaming as an industry. You know, politics politics has infested everything at this point. I don't think that you can engage in an entertainment without some sort of political aspect or political thought creeping in, which I guess, I mean, to the, to the credit of political movements, they've been very, very successful in penetrating Everything. escapism. Yeah. 
Yeah, and penetrating everything for sure. It's it's fucking weird. I I came up with the word of wisdom since right, I love it. Since you did the actually, uh, I don't I don't know what it is. I shouldn't say that I love okay. it. Don't give a test that doesn't yield results. Mm, yeah, that's good. That's good because you you are what you measure, and you are only going to like you know performance is based on metrics. So whatever you measure, that's what we're going to use to gauge performance. So I think you're, I think you're super smart for us. I think you and I need to make a baby. I'm just trying but to be like you. I think, I just think that next week we have to do this in person. I agree. I agree. I can't wait to get back to it the right way. All right, brother. Well, I, I love you. I love, I love this audience, all six of them. And I hope that you and the kids and Tara are well. Same to you, brother. All right. Well, if you guys haven't already, go to whowearsthepantspodcast.com. You can uh, find links to our socials and old episodes and stuff like that there. And uh, you can go to goinfo.org to subscribe to some of Mike's passion project and his... Yeah, actually, I, I got some... I got some I've had some good traction lately with, uh, with the recent episode. And uh, I think the episode that I'm dropping on Friday this week, on um, the 24th, it's probably my best one so far. There we go. So give that a listen. You can also find the Influence Foundation on YouTube. That's a great way to intake his content as well. Well, you're sweet, Chris. All right. Well, that's all I got. Well, next week I'm coming to your house, and you're going to intake my content. There we go. All right. <laughs> all right, brother. <laughs> So wait, wait, before, am I, am I just hanging up, right? Are we done then? Yeah, we can, we can be done. You can just hang up if you want. All right, dude, I'll talk to you later. All right, I'll see you, bro. All right, bye.